Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. What's happening, man? It's Tuesday night. You guys already know what it is. It's a big week, man. I can sit here and talk about the bear but uh there really isn't much to talk about man i mean we we came into town we handled business and you know i mean we got out of dodge that's it i mean we can talk about a few things from the chicago bears but i mean there's really not much to really talk about because there's bigger fish to fry and you guys already know what it is man it's coming down on monday night is going to be the bills Bengals, who day Against the Bills Mafia, yo, it's going to be something, man. It's going to be something. But listen, I can't sit here and talk about the Bills and the Bengals just by myself. I had to bring, I had to go, I had to dig deep into my crate and bring out some, one of my, one of my boys from way back when. We go way back when we were like 12, 13 years old, man. So uh, we know each other very well, and uh, he happens to be a Bengals fan. So I'm sure he's going to have big shit to talk, but if he knows what's good for him, he'll keep it humble. But I hope he talks shit. I hope he does. We're going to see what kind of energy he's got. But before I get into that, folks, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Y'all know what to do. Smash that like. If you have not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. You guys know what it is, man. Listen, we're trying to get to 25,000 subscribers. We're almost there, man. I think we're like 500 people. We're 100. I think we're 500 away from hitting our goal. If we can hit that before the season's end, by the time we hit the Super Bowl, Hey, that's good, man. And I'm, I'm putting it out to the existence, right? Before we get to Super Bowl, let's try to get to 25K. We're 500 folks away from doing it. Share it, like it, do all that stuff, and uh, help us get there, man, for real talk. Um, now, I got I to gotta hit something real quick, man. I got to give a big shout-out, big prayers out to the city of Buffalo, man. Y'all got hit like you wouldn't believe. And I'm not just talking about the snow, man. Like, people are dying. People are, are I mean... The unthinkable things were being discovered. And there were some really great stories that happened where people, bound, like, you know, what I mean? they bound together and helped out others. And then there were some really tragic things that are still being uncovered now. And it's, it's heartbreaking. I'm not going to lie, man. It, it is heartbreaking because we, you, you tend to hear the jokes about, oh, Buffalo gets all the snow and all that good stuff. But, you know, there are moments where, Things you just can't control certain things, and Buffalo got hit, and there were some tragedies that happened, man. So prayers out to those that are still affected or have been affected by a lost one or those that have been injured, whatever the case, man. It is crazy out there, man. So um, it sucks, man. So whoever is out there, whoever has been affected by it, uh, listen, man, just just hang in there, try to make it work. And uh, for those that tragically have lost folks and have lost family, man, heart. Prayers go out to y'all, man. That's tough. That is tough, man. I'm sitting here talking to my wife about it, and it's like you hear story after story, and it it's it gets worse. And you don't like you don't like hearing that, man. So um, there's only so much, man. There's only so much you can take. There's only so much people can take. I mean, snow after snowfall after snowfall, it's craziness. So hang in there, folks. 
um praying and hoping the best for y'all man for real um I got to get in there, man. My man, Zach Lane, came through and says, you know what? I want to be part of the Bing squad because I feel what Rico saying. So, Bing, biggity, Bing. Welcome to the Bing squad, my G, Zach Lane. So, folks, without further ado, let me bring in my man, my man, Brandon. I'm going to let you, Brandon, you give me the thumbs up when you're ready to go because I don't want to, I want to make sure you straight. You straight? Uh, he leaned back, so I know he's good. So, let me bring my man, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, what's good, my G? What's going on, Rico? I just um, had to, you know, pull a quick switch up on you. Ah, uh, I see. Like, true team is, you know. <laughs> you went from tube to, to ball cap. I like it. I, I'm with it. So, folks, they don't know. They don't know you. So that's okay. We're going. We, they're, they're gonna. They're gonna have to get used to you and, and get your vibe. So, for those that are wondering who this is, this is my homie. We go way back. We play ball together, and uh, my man went out to, to play some professional ball uh, out in Europe somewhere, and uh, he's now he's back coaching. So you're giving it back to the community. This is what I love. Part of me wants to do that too, but they don't have football out here like they do in Ottawa. So yeah, but you know, I'm coaching where we used to play together, right? Like I'm doing that OV. Well, now it's OSFL, so I'm doing the young guys, 19 and under. Nice. Where we went out and balled out. So I like it. Look, if I can try to find a league like this out here in Nova Scotia, that'd be dope. But they don't they don't do it like that here. It's it's big time on soccer, and and now I'm, I'm doing the family man thing. So I, I'm kind of coaching the soccer girls a little bit from the stands and doing what we do, but. Good on you, yeah. man. I'm, I'm living through. I see what you're doing. I, I like it, and I'm and I'm rocking with you, man. Coach, Coach B. I like that, man. You got you got them calling you Coach B. What's the word? Yeah, they, they call me Coach Weeks or Coach just Weeks. For what? I'm, uh, I'm not all about like that, Coach. Call me Weeks. You know. That's it, man. You yeah. don't want to coach just old man stuff. Yeah, I'm not there yet, man. Just I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Just call me Weeks That's or just call God. me Coach if you want to call me Coach. That's I don't what need it is. Both. Listen, man, folks, do me a favor. This is uh, this is Brandon's first time on the show, and uh, this probably won't be his last because I, I'm, I might have to hit him up via phone call after the Bills handle the Bengals on Monday night. He might not want to. No, this guy, up. I don't understand why you talk like this. Like, you guys are doing something crazy right now. Oh. Like, you're doing something crazy right now. This is what I don't understand. That's cool. This is a big game, too, you know. Listen, this okay. is we're gonna all right, talk, all right. We're going to talk about the talk. Let's talk AFC first. Let's talk AFC first, and we're going to get into that. So Miami Dolphins, look, we're looking looking at the AFC. Let's talk AFC North first. You got the Ravens. Y'all still got to handle the Ravens. The Ravens are still kind of, they're, they're in it. Pittsburgh, I think, is out, or they're still in there. I'm not sure what's going on with them. Maybe a wild card, but they're like. Maybe a wild card, but I doubt as it's going to As a team, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to pull it off. Not good enough. I don't think it's going to happen. And then we're going we're gonna, to. Really, at the end of the day, what's going to happen is it's really down to the Jets in Miami. So, and then Ravens, the Ravens got it, and then we, you guys are trying to work for that division title. You guys need that division title. Yeah, so, we need the title you, right now. Are you guys shook by the Ravens? No. No. We lost no. by two when we played them. It was a two-point game, right? It was our, what, third loss of the season, and we've been on the run ever since. So now we got to come in and make sure all our, our stuff is tight, right? Mm. I hear I the only hear thing that, that that's scary with them is like if you know who who finally yeah. came back decided to play, if D Jackson decides to have one of those games, it's like damn. Well we can get exposed real quick. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Uh as a as an outside looking in, looking at the AFC North, AFC North is always tough. Always tough. Hold on, my man Carlos Hayes has something to say. I gotta read, I gotta put they said, tell him Rico, they're just in the way. Let's Yo, they're saying the Bengals are in the way. I like it, Carlos. We're gonna, Carlos, we're going to get on his ass afterwards. We're going to get on his ass after. We're going to talk about, you know, really the external teams, and then we're going to get right to business, right? 
So AFC North, y'all, y'all gonna battle with the Ravens. We don't know if Lamar Jackson is gonna play by the time y'all get ready to, you know, saying buckle up. But we'll see. But it looks like you guys are on a seven game win streak. You guys are actually doing quite well. I gotta give it to y'all. But we'll 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 get into all that mess. Now let's move to what's relevant right now. It's the AFC, and right now the yeah. last spot uh, is between is gonna be honestly between the Miami Dolphins and the Jets. And it might, it might come down to it. I don't know how it's going to play out. Let's go to Miami, man. Miami is collapsing. They've, they've lost four games straight. And then you have this Lester's, home. You're right, man. They're, they're, they've made poor executive decisions uh-huh. with the franchise guy. That's so what it is. Tua's not the guy? He shouldn't have been playing. Tua shouldn't have been playing after the second concussion. He should be coming back now fresh and healthy. Hold on. See, I didn't want to bring this up. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bring that because I have a different mind. I have a different mind thought about like a mindset about this. So we are gonna talk about it. We are gonna talk about it. So Dolphins have an opportunity to to do big things and they need to win. They got a few things that need to happen, but initially win out and you're in. All right, Patriots. I need to talk to you about this Patriots game. Man. Yo, oh, man. listen, Joe Burrow oh. had 300 yards in the first half, three touchdown passes. Like y'all are up twenty two nothing. What the hell happened to to you guys in the picture? I I can't understand it. Help me understand. Took, what do you mean we took our fucking foot off the gas? That's what it was. It was just miscue, miscue, and it was like, oh, we assume like we're already up, so we're that's that's the story with us. You look at our first game when we're playing Pitt, and he throws those three picks, and we have to come back. It's like why didn't we play like this in the first half? So now we're flipping where we're starting hot and trying to be like, okay, we're good, we have it, we're gonna coast. Nah, that mentality needs to stop right now. It needs to stop right now. Like, we need to beat the brakes off of you guys this Monday coming. That's what needs to happen. So, but you think that when you up 22 nothing on the Patriots, it's the same team that we waxed, and you think you're going to beat the brakes off the Bills? That, that, I'm just, I'm prepping this so when we get into it, we can really We're going to get into it. We're really going to get into it. (laughs) We're going to get into it. So, but for real, though, I'm looking at the Patriots, and I'm looking at, like, yo, the the Bengals should be able to wax these guys. You got Joe Mixon, T. Higgins is back healthy, Jamar Chase came back, you know what I'm saying, Tyler Boyd is doing this thing, Uh, and then you lose Lyle Collins. How big of a loss is Lyle Collins? Not that big. I didn't think he had the, I didn't think he had the, the impact he should have had when he came in. I heard that too. I heard that too. Like we thought it was going to be, you guys, you guys. It was going to, but he's had these issues from in Dallas, right? Like true. I look at it where he's coming in and it's like, you're going to be the protector. You're the bodyguard, as he would say. Mm. We didn't get sacked as much as last year, but you got beat across your face more than you saved our quarterback. We've been hurried way too many times off of our backside. Let me ask you this. Is Joe is Joe Burrow, I mean, he was getting sacked left, right, center last year. How is it this year? Is he still susceptible to getting sacked and taking dumb, dumb losses, or it's much better? It's a 35% improvement. It's not much better, but it's better. Okay. It's all right. Then it's, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. So Because I'm, I'm looking for it, because we don't have Von Miller, our closer. I mean, he hurt, so... A lot of people think it's going to be sweet when you play the Bills, but the Bills have actually stayed steady and foot to the pedal when it comes on the defensive side of the ball. So it's going to be it's going to be an interesting matchup. And I've been telling people this, and I feel it to my core. I don't know if you feel about this because we'll see. But last year, when the Chiefs beat us with that fluke nonsense that took place, 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows about that. <laughs> they had to change the rule on that one. Listen, it had to it had to be done. You know what I'm saying? Actually. And then y'all beat the Chiefs, and you guys have the Chiefs number. I don't know what it is about the Bengals that got the Chiefs number. Y'all beat them three straight times. I really feel the Bills, had we beaten, had we beaten the Chiefs, we would have beat y'all and we would have won the Super Bowl. That's how I truly feel. You feel different about that. I do. Really? I think we would have we were we were hot, man. We were just at that point last year, we had all the momentum. You guys were kind of like, mm, uh, like you okay. are right now, right? So That's right, how you now, guys are playing right now. We'll get into that a little bit later, but from we definitely will, we definitely will, because there's there's some things I got to talk about. Because right now, you guys are on a seven game win streak, and the Bills are are, are are pretty hot right now too, right now. So we we rocking on what a six game win streak right now. So look at like two of those games are kind of suspect, and you know which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, this guy talking about. Like, I mean, shoot, we can talk about it because I mean, I pulled up, I pulled up your the track record that the, the Bengals be rocking. With. There's some games where you're like, "Yo, fam, you lost that game, though. For real, you lost that, and you barely won this." There's a few games that we could both talk about that our teams were kind of like, we had no business losing, and we had no business playing around with this team. A lot of times. exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm gonna get to it. So let me let me let me kind of flip the script a little bit. We got to um, the Chiefs. What is it about your your Bengals that the game plan happens to be like y'all got his number? Y'all got Pat Mahomes' number. What is it that y'all are doing that has you just making Pat Mahomes just act a fool three straight games? I don't get it. Offensively, we're just balanced. Like, I don't know what it is, but Joe Mixon on those days is just when we're averaging four to six yards, like let's call it a, a cool 5.2, 5.3 yards a carry. All right. You can't stop us. Cause now you're giving Burrow the time. It's like, all right, he's going to take his time pre-snap and go through everything. And he's going to eat you up with the receivers we got. And now we have this new cat coming into play that a lot of people kind of second guess who's making some big waves. Right. So, so you, you, you worry about, our three-headed horses at Chase, Higgins, yeah. and Boyd. Yeah. But then you got, when we go into our spread, Irwin jumps in or Perrine jumps in or we move Mixon. That's what we do to Kansas City. We force them to play ball. See, I, I think it's more on your defense side of the ball. No. Nah. Sam, yo, Are, Bell, Bell, Hubbard, like, those boys are disciplined. Bates, yeah. Our backers, like our, our box is crazy. I'm telling you. get the pressure. But this is the thing. Mahomes is the type of guy, no matter what you do, he comes up with these extravagant ways to complete. But our back end shows up and we don't look like we did in the Super Bowl. I'm telling you. Listen, I like, I like your front seven. I like your back four. Like, you guys are disciplined. You guys just know. Like, you know he likes to dance around. Like, you guys stay. The one thing I do really appreciate, the difference between the Bills and Bengals, when it comes to your guys, your defensive coordinator leaves your dogs on the field. That's what I know. Yes. We rotate. We're constantly. We don't run a rotation. Yeah. yeah. Y'all do no rotation, man. Y'all keep your dogs on the field, and that's who we, that's. And I feel like that's a big advantage. That's a huge advantage. But, like, our yeah. guy is about staying fresh. We need the fresh legs. But how about the guy that's been – figuring Mahomes out the whole game and then finally in the third quarter he's like I got him I know exactly what he's gonna do but when you have fresh legs and fresh minds 
they don't know any better. They just they got fresh motor, but like, do you have the nuance of the game? That's but you see, like when we play Kansas City, we run a little bit more of a rotation because they average sixty plus plays. So we can't leave these guys on. We gotta rotate our one and our three tech because they get tired. Mm-hmm. But we'll put them on for a drive. So now we're gonna look at it. A lot of it when you watch our defense when we hit what we like to call like our black zone right before the red we're making changes because these guys are tired and we know if they push down we got to bring in our heavies again if we leave them on that's where we get roasted see and i'm looking at last year and i was looking at the percentage of guys that played like you guys are leaving your guys up to 65 67 of the time that's big us 35 40 we're constantly rotating so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what you guys bring to the Bills because I don't remember I can't remember the last time the Bills played the Bengals uh and it was I, I can't remember and I don't know what the last result was but both teams are completely different completely yeah. different. so yeah. as a Bengals fan I need to know I need to dive deep what is it that you guys see out of the Bills are you guys like shit yo we're facing the Bills man these guys are hot or are, are Bengals fans like man bring them on that's who we want I need to. We need. We need that number one C. We're trying to get that number one C. So bring them. I. I don't know how y'all are feeling right now. So I'm curious. What's. The, what's the word? Listen. We already have the number one seed. All right. We're gonna come in, and we're gonna slap your boys up. I'm telling you this right now. You feel it. I'm telling you this right now. I feel it. The Ooh. way that we're moving and gelling right now, and it's like. I'm looking at it because I'm always. I'm an offensive guy, just like you. I got you. I'm a, I'm a big time receiver guy, so I'm like, I'm looking at him like he's got guys he's been throwing to for five six years. True. He's got that chemistry, right? Now I look at our look at our run game. We average nearly six yards, and it doesn't matter if it's Mixon or Perrine. We're getting six, and you guys don't have Vaughn Miller in there to come off the edge and disrupt, and your secondaries. Subpar. Fact. Subpar. It's facts. Right? So what are you going to do? I look at it as like, you got to take away our hot guy to force our other hot guy. So what are you going to do? You're going to double up on Higgins and be like, oh, or are you going to spy Burrow? Are you going to double chase? Or are you going to sit back and run a two and keep everything in front of you? Which doesn't matter because our guys get yacked. You can't leave them in open space. Okay. On the flip side now. Mm-hmm. We need to get to your quarterback. We cannot let him move. Yo, that yo. man has wheels, and when he starts going, he's not afraid to truck you either. And it's like, I'm like, dang. So hold that on. That demoralizes the bench. Tava, Tava, Tava. We got to because you said some shit that I got to bring. I got to bring it back. You said, what are you gonna do? You gonna double chase? Are you gonna try to keep everything in front of you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's exactly what we're gonna do. Keep shit in front of us. And not Wait. only that, hold on, hold on. Not only that. Not only that, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the defense that we have, but there's two guys right now playing extremely well, and that's Tremaine Edmonds, our linebacker, and Matt Milano. Those boys go sideline to sideline. So if is Burrow is going to have to make some throws, it's going to have to be those intermediate, deep intermediate. He's going to have to do that. And then you have Jordan Poirier that's savvy enough that knows exactly where he's supposed to be. So is Burrow is going to have to be precise. He's going to have to be precise. And if you don't have your protector and loud callers, that pass rush is still there. Don't think Von Miller, because Von Miller's not there, it's going to be cupcakes. There's still going to be a pass rush. I can promise you that. 
it's gonna be fun. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. Now we're gonna come back to that. We're gonna come back to that because I gotta I gotta flip the script a little bit and we're gonna bring some things up. All right. So good, the bad, the ugly. There's a the segment that we do called the good, the bad, the ugly. And good, bad, ugly is we talk about and we're gonna hit the Bengals and the Patriots game because that was a, the previous game that you guys played. So three things that stood out to you as like my team is on. That was good. We're gonna we're gonna keep it rocking. So three things that stood out to you that was good in that Bengals Patriots game. That you just you guys just had. T. Higgins. Why? What 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 did T. Higgins do that was so great? What do you mean? Eight catches, 128 yards, single TD. That's good. <laughs> okay, right? that's good. Right. Trent Irwin, two TDs, off of 45 yards. I saw three catches. A- three catches. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, I don't want to call it lucky because it was a good catch, but like it could have been an overthrown ball, but he came in a bit of, he made a big boy catch. He made a huge play. That was a big play. I got to give it to him. So you like your offensive pieces. What about the defense? Is there not my defense. The defense played solid all the way through, even though they put out points in the, in the end, it was like garbage time. Right. I got to ask you a question though. Y'all started the season off a little shaky and I get it. Beginning of the season, September, October football don't really mean much. You know what I'm saying? You still got, you just got to stay at least afloat, but it doesn't mean much until obviously, you know, when it gets to November, December ball, that's when you got to really start separating. What, right. what has been the difference the last seven games? What's Play changed? Calling. Play calling. Really? Yeah. What are y'all doing? What are you doing? What are you doing more of and less of? We're doing way more six man pros. Right, so we're giving mix in the like. I'm guaranteeing it's probably a read option where he's scanning to release, so mm-hmm. it causes that backer to freeze. But we're also finding a way to free up our guys in space. Where you had said prior, oh, we want to keep everything in front. True, our receivers can take it 80, 90 on a seven yard hitch on a 10 yard whip. Like we have that, and we're letting Burrow do that, and then we set up our long ball. Don't forget, like, almost six yards to carry. That's the huge thing is, as a DC, if they're picking up six, we can run the ball all day. Huh. Every two plays, we got a first. But now we can come out and throw, and you're expecting this regular run, outside zone, inside zone, you're ready, uh, a cutback, whatever it may be. And so, we're going to play action out of you guys. You keep talking about your damn run game, right? And I like mixing. Mixing is nice. Perrine is nice. I like both those cats. Um, and by the way, shout out to you uh, for making the finals in um, in fantasy football. Shout out to you. Oh, you did, you, did, you didn't make it. Hey, don't make me, don't make me, don't make me put up them them trade offers that uh, what you're afraid of. Listen, folks, Devontae I decided not to show up on one game, and I was like, "Are you serious? Nine points? Yo, Whatever." I, I, I pulled the plug quick, fast on that shit. I was like, "Nah, nah, nah." nah. <laughs> So for those that don't know, my man Brandon is in the same league as him, and uh, he made it to the uh, he made it to the playoffs and uh, fell short. And now he's got to watch your boy uh, take the whole thing and brag my ass off all off season long. You know it's going to be like that. Yeah. But let, it's I, your I, first time winning. It's okay. I understand. It's you, been a while. Finally look, made it there. You know why? I, I, because I stopped. I I I went away from like being a Bills pro, all Bills players. I had to stay no away. No more heart. Yeah, I, you had to stop taking picture with your heart. I had to take my heart out of it, man. I was like, yo, Josh Allen, Dawson Knox, Stefan Diggs, I can't no more, man. 
we we end up losing. You can't. That's not the formula to winning. But anyway, let me let me back it up a little bit. There's one thing that I do. I've been paying attention to. Like I go into these Bengals forums, and I and I look at what these guys are talking about and what what Bengals fans are complaining about. And they're complaining about something that Bills fans and I'll say myself because I'm I'm obviously we're offensive minded and I'm all about run game. I want my team to have a run game. And I see a lot of Bengals fans complaining that the run game isn't as as good as it's supposed to be. Like, what's up with our run game, man? That's why we can't run. That's why we can't do this. So, like, is there really truly a, a run game issue? Is Joe Mixon not doing it? What's the word? Joe Mixon's doing it. It's just who these guys, they complain about it when we're playing against teams who are run-stop heavy. That's where we have a problem. Like, we can't outman them. We can't beat them in the box. And like, let's be Mixon isn't a smash mouth guy. He's a finesse guy. He'll smack you, but we need to set him up where he's going to beat you. We need to set up our outside perimeter runs. That's what we need to do. And his screen game is heavy. If you guys get him out on the screen, it's, it's a wrap. Yeah, but it scares me a little bit. Not gonna lie. We all know the screen game isn't. It's not dependable in this league. It's not dependable at all. It's tough. It is the listen. I complain that we don't do enough screens. We just don't. It's like we just don't know how to run it. I don't know what the deal is, but eventually we're gonna have to find a way to freaking move the ball when it comes to getting guys in space because we have dogs on our squad that can do things in space. We just have a hard time doing it. So when we talk about having a hard time doing things, it makes me segue right into the bad. To me, what was the bad that stood out to you in this Patriots and uh, Bengals game? Three things that stood out to you, like man. Oh, we were just way too inconsistent, man. We couldn't sustain a drive. We could not sustain a drive going into the second half. It was just like, what are we doing? Why do we deviate from what is working to try? We always want to try like this new sprinkle of something for, it's like we're setting up next week's play calling. You know, and it's like, why do you do this? Like, why do you want to cause all us diehard fans to have these heart attacks where you're just being dumb? Because we could have lost that game real quick. Right? We could have lost it real quick. Like the Patriots, okay. Yo, they were knocking on the door, fam. I, they were they ran the ball. I was like, yo, they're gonna pass the ball. Clearly, they're gonna pass the ball here. They run the ball and y'all get a fumble. Are you gotta be kidding me, man? Fluke. <laughs> Fluke. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching y'all, man. I was like, yo, these are about these Bengals about to lose this game. They're up 22 nothing. They're about to lose these to the Patriots with no offensive coordinator and macaroni Jones throwing the football. She. I'm telling, noodle. I'm telling you. So I'm looking at I think I, I also look at it like where our leaders, like our if you look, they don't really show the sideline per se as much, right? Right. But you can see the sideline. Like if you're watching the game and you see the demeanor changing, you see there's some sort of rift somewhere as the game goes on. It wasn't as bad against like the Pats, but when we played Baltimore, man, we were imploding on each other, and it was. I'm glad they fixed that quick. I'm gonna tell you right now. There's some people saying that uh, you were nervous as hell when it came to that that Bengals and Patriots when they were knocking on your door. <laughs> you said like we're about, we about to lose to the Patriots. Yeah, Yo, listen, and it was it me and I was so mad too because it was messing up my other fantasy. <laughs> I bet. So you know, like, who was messing with you? That he, this dude had friggin' Ramondre, Mr. Jones. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, "Yo, what are you doing to me right now?" Nah, I got I'm you. Gonna, I'm You're about, about to lose. 
I'm supposed yep. to lose to these bums and lose in fantasy because of these bums? Like, all right. So now I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at what you guys did, and I, to me, I see y'all are very similar to the Bills. And, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, right? Y'all went eight for sixteen on third down conversions, which is cool. Like, yeah, you're going fifty percent. is huge. That's huge. legit. That's legit. But here's the, here's why I see you guys have issues, and this is the same issues the Bills have. Y'all had eight penalties for sixty-two yards. And y'all went two for four in the red zone. Yep. Y'all settled for field goals. Y'all, I'm telling you right now, very similar. This game is going to be a battle right to the end. You know, Burrow threw the ball 52 times in that game. You He went 40 of 52. Is that, is that, recipe for, is that a recipe for, for, for winning games when you throw 50 times? Or it's a recipe for throwing two more picks. We already threw two. Whatever. Against you guys, those two picks can be – Pick six is real quick, right? I'm just saying. So, listen, we threw – I think we Josh Allen threw, like, almost 60 damn times against the Miami Dolphins in week three or something like that, and we lost that game. Yeah. 60 attempts or whatever the amount that he threw, he threw a whole lot. It's not a recipe for winning, man. That, that means you, you, you're trying to stick in this game and try to do something. Well, we threw 52 times. We ran the ball, what, 20 times, not including the four times Burrow ran. Right. We're not even, like – it's a almost an 80 20. Yeah, y'all threw 52 times. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm looking at it right now. Y'all threw 52 times and y'all all tw- y'all ran 24 times. Ah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So, y'all passing, that's, and we only put up 22 points. So, that tells me there's a recipe, there's, there's something in there that, that's not working. And Leslie Frazier is gonna figure it out and try to stuff it <laughs> right now. So, when I go back, so I gotta go back a little bit. So, I gotta go talk about the good, the bad, the ugly when it comes to the bills. And the Bears, this is as simple as this, man. The Bears, that after that first drive, the Bills shut them down. They they couldn't do shit from first drive on. That first drive, great job, y'all scripted it. You know how it is. First fifteen plays, yeah. scripted. Y'all know what it is. Boom. What you do after that is when you, you know what kind of team we're playing with, right? Boom. Defense shuts them down. Run game was epic. We had two hundred fifty yards of running. Josh Allen was doing his thing. James Cook was doing his thing. And by the way, I took a, I took a page out of your book, man. Don't don't stay away from rookies when it comes to fantasy. Don't stay away from rookies when it comes to fantasy. I'm gonna say that. Stop nodding your head. I only took it. I only took a couple of notes from you, and that's it, man. It's a wrap. Hey, hey, for two years you did it though. So it's working. <laughs> now you're finally winning. Yeah, we got some, man. So, uh, and on the other, on the on the flip side, defense, run game, and obviously, like we were able to keep our composure in that game. To me, that's that's where the good stood. With the bad. Obviously, you guys know what Bills fans already know what it is, man. Those those stupid fucking dumb penalties. We need to cut the bullshit out with the penalties. We have a great play, and it's negated by a face hand to the face holding. I mean, illegal formation. It's like fam, like we gotta cut it out. If we're gonna win, we gotta win. Obviously, turnover. Yo, giving two two stupid picks, just throwing in the double coverage to a five foot eight receiver. Fam, that ain't gonna work. That is, I don't know where in, in the NFL that's gonna work. It's not gonna work. You just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Big if you unless you're unless you're Steve Smith, you ain't going. It's not gonna work. He says five nine, but he a bulldog. It ain't gonna work. And lastly, if you if you're looking at in terms of bad the penalties, obviously you guys you guys already know what it is. We had like a seven yeah. penalties, like 50, 60 yards. We just can't. We can't. We can't do that. Now I'm gonna bring it right back to you. Now when it comes to ugly, now it could be something that stood out to you that was ugly. And maybe nothing was ugly. What was ugly in that game for you? Like, man, 
yo, we do that. It's a wrap for us. Was it the O-line, D-line, special teams, coaching decisions? What was it to you that we, stood up ugly? Our ugliest, we weren't balanced. We didn't run the ball enough. And I hate to say that, but Mixon needs at least 22 to 25 touches. We need to control the clock. And we really did. We had the ball for almost 37 minutes against them. That's true. You but did. If, we make it, if, we, if we make it 42 minutes, we don't got to worry about chasing down a fumble, right? Facts. That is and I got uh, I got a, I got a super chat coming in from, from my man uh Kennedy. Vera Kennedy says, yo, them Tony the Tiger Bengals, boy, stop Buffalo all day, champ. Ooh, I call you Tony the Tiger Bengals. Okay, we talking big shit. Yo, <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. I bet you his favorite cereal growing up was Frosted Flakes. So so you know Tony's the champ. <laughs> Tony's the champ. We're about, we're about to find out on Monday night. We're gonna see what's really good. So let me let me uh let me break away from a little bit. Because to me, in, in terms of ugly, I don't want to talk about nothing really stood out to me that was ugly. I mean, the weather was nasty. We'll talk about that. Um, but Josh Allen's play wasn't ugly, but wasn't wasn't great either. It was like in the in-between. There was moments where just Josh looked like just not himself. You know what I'm saying? You go from 300 yards, player of the week last week, to then pulling this stunt. Now, Brandon, we played in, in cold weather. And I need your I need your opinion on this, right? Because we play we we up north, we're in Canada, so we we play well into November. The games that are cold as hell, especially you as a receiver, you got to catch some things. How difficult is it for for ball players to really perform? Is it if you're a baller, you're a baller, period, or does the cold kind of take away from the game? For you, how do you feel about it, man? You said, like, if you're a baller, you're going to ball out regardless. The cold can play, like, a minor factor. But you got to look at it. These guys are in a league where they can sit in the tent and get warmed up. They got everything to stay at the level they want to be comfortable at. So if you want to come out and just shit the bag because it's cold, you really didn't really want to win. That's what it comes down to. You, The dog didn't want to come out on that day. He was just like, ah. You need your dog. My tail and Yeah, your dog ain't ready. Your dog, your dog's so, unleashed. You know what I'm saying? You got to exactly. look at least I got you, fam. So we we this, listen, man. We have a we have a segment where it's called two words, two thoughts, two words. You have no idea what I'm about to ask you. You have no idea what topics I'm gonna bring up. Now, the way we play this game is this, man: is two words or two thoughts. If you just want to say, "Yo, these are the two words that come to mind when I think of this thing, this player, this situation," go ahead. If you're like, "Yeah, but let me explain myself and what I mean by that." You have all the right to do that too. Are you ready? Because you look nervous to me, but you shouldn't be nervous. You straight? I'm good. I'm ready. I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. This, we're going into a subject called two words and or two thoughts. He has an ability to now find out what's going to come his way. He has no idea. So let's wait up. Let's see what my man Brandon's got in, in store. All right. First things first, man. You're the first two words or two thoughts when I bring this player up, Joe Burrow. Tiger King. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> He's the boss, man. He he rules our jungle right now. Wow, He's that leader, right? The cliche says rules the jungle. Listen, I need I need more, man. Like, is is Joe Burrow that cool? Like they they call him Mr. Joe Cool, all that stuff. Is he a fraud or is he legit? Is he the real deal? 
what did I just say? Tiger King, he has to be the real deal. You see him flinch at all? He doesn't care about anybody else except his game. You, that's all you want. That's the leader. He's like, I don't give a shit about Tom Brady when we played the Bucks. He don't care about Josh Allen coming up. We just won last week. He's like, that's over and done with. He's already focused on next week. Oh, he's on to next week. Joe Burr. Okay, I like that. All right, cool. Uh, what's the deal? I need to know. Tyler Boyd. You know about, you know about, you'll say Jamar Chase. You know he's going to ball. E. Higgins, you know he's going to ball. Tyler Boyd. We love, Bills fans love Tyler Boyd. He helped the Bills get into the playoffs years ago. You know what I'm saying? By making that catch, you know what I'm saying, over the Ravens. We loved it. Oh, Tyler Boyd. Talk to me about Tyler Boyd, man. What's the deal? Two, two thoughts on this. One, he's underutilizing our system. Okay. Second, he hasn't, he hasn't shot himself up to be a number two or a number one. He's accepted the role that, that he has. Which is not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. But who said the same thing and where did he end up? Like, the, the clock is ticking, and I think we're going to lose him soon. Uh, so who's stepping up in his place, though? Because obviously, if he hasn't really solidified himself and maybe the clock is ticking, like you say, who's overpassing him now? Who's who's stepping into his role a little bit? There's no one per se who can actually, like, jump in. We'll probably draft somebody. That's what we do. Right? When our number three, two, three guy moves on, it's a draft guy, right? Look at when we had when we drafted Peter Ward when he was dying out. We went we picked up the man Ocho. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got right? you. And then Sanu left. Boyd stepped in. So now when Boyd leaves, it could be Irwin. Not sure. He only has two games. But y'all are drafted. You guys are like draft central, man. You guys draft receivers and then they pan out. So uh, I could I could totally see that. Okay. My man Steve uh, Steve Koch just says, "Yo, we are indebted to to Boyd for sure. No mercy on Monday though." <laughs> I got you. I got you, Steve. So here's the deal. I'm, I gotta I gotta bring up because I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the Bengals right now. And Von Bell. I need to know about Von Bell. What's the word with Von Bell? Von Bell's probably I look at his character and I'll compare him to a guy that we played with. Who's just wild. But super, super smart. Okay. Just decides to fly off and do his own thing whenever he feels like it. Okay. And we all know who that is. Mr. <laughs> Mr. JK. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. He'll just got put you. you in a situation and it's like, why do you why do you do these unnecessary things? Like the penalties you take, you know. Joey. You wanna we see you, Joey. <laughs> Mr. Joey, right? That's that's him. So it's phenomenal a, it's, player. It's a gift and a curse, almost, right? Because almost we do have. all the things, but then he has these blips where you're like, "Yo, why are you here? You're supposed to be here doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you messing you messing up the, the flow of what we're supposed to be doing." Right? I got you. It's like he, he he's, he's he's trying to get that that extra money, and then shoots himself in the leg doing something dumb like that. I, you know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's a question for you right now from the chat. And my man uh, Mike Hurdle says, uh, "Yo, Brandon, is there a burning 
uh, desire to get back to the Super Bowl and win it. You y'all got that? It, does, does it feel that way? But you guys, man, we were so close. But of course, not- of course. Do you feel like the team is better this year than it were last year, or it's the same? No, we've improved. We've definitely improved from last year, especially on defense. Especially on defense, because if you look at all the games we lost, it's not because of our defense. Burrow throws what five picks. We fumble from game one. We lose to Cowboys by three with a backup cue, and it's just like offensively we weren't doing anything. It was week two. Burrow's second game back because he didn't play all preseason because he's coming off that injury. All right, and straight. then we go and we lose to Baltimore by two, where it's like another unproductive offensive game where now we finally clicked and we got everything rolling. So it feels like balling out. It feels as your defenses was carrying your offenses. Am I am I wrong? That's how it always is. And anyone who tries to say it's not like that, <laughs> go away. At least you admit it though. At least you say, yo, the defense does carry. Right. Yo, I'm not gonna tell you any different. The defense defense exactly. is carrying the defense is carrying. But that's exactly. that's okay. So now we're gonna flip it a little bit. I talk about the bench now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you how you feel about some of the cats on our squad. I'm gonna just start with the with the with the man himself. And I need I don't want you to fluff it. I don't want you to like, yo, we ain't scared. Yo, just be real. Just be real and objective. That's what I brought your ass on here for. Josh Allen. Game changer. 100%. 100%. I hate seeing this guy run because I'm like, yo, I don't like you, but I really like your style of play. He's throwing the ball highly efficiently, like unreal. Right. And it's not like, okay, you have other guys who are there, but you really truly have one guy and he's spreading the ball around and guys are having breakout games. And like, he's a high risk, high reward. That's it. Like, that's what you get from him. True competitor. True competitor. I hate him, but I like him a little bit. Who do you hate more? Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen? That's a good one. That's a good one. Why Mahomes, man? I hate Mahomes because he just does, like, this freak nasty stuff that's unorthodox. I'm like, why? I'm like, how? Yo, I can't stand Mahomes, man. I like like you. I can't. But I can't stand this dude. And the worst thing is he prances. The the little thing that he does, yo, knock it off, man. Somebody needs to knock his block off because it sickens me, right? But anyways, that's either here or there. I just wanted to jump on there. So (laughs) we talked about him. Stefan Diggs. True. Truth. 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 I don't care what anybody says. This guy, freak. Freak. Would His you whole style of play. Like, I would take him. Over Jamar Chase? Chill out. I had to check the temperature. I had to check the temperature. No. No. But he's, he's the truth, though. I ain't going to front. He's like, he, some of the plays he makes, and I'm just like, man. And it's not just catching the ball. Like, a lot of guys don't pay attention to the way he runs his routes to free up his guys. Because he knows he's getting all the attention. And he's not half-assing it. He's trying to still be the guy to come down in the double-triple coverage. Because he knows he can thread it in there. I, I got to ask you this question, real talk. Because right now, this, this was my big beef. I don't know how often it happens to Burrow and Chase. Because Chase is your number one cat. I don't care. He's your number one cat, right? But you got T. Higgins as... And on, on, on any other team, he could be number one, the number one guy. He's nice like that. 
Last week against the Bears, Stefan Diggs didn't get involved into the game until the second half. Oh, uh, he was double teamed. He was bracketed. Devontae Adams get bracketed and double teamed all day. Randy Moss got it all day. You got to yeah, get Those guys you, are, you're are former six, six, three, six, four plus. You can just put it up and then go get it. Like, I'm not saying Diggs can't do that, but it's just. You don't expect it from someone his size. So coming from the receiver end, if you know you cooking your guy. I'm cheese. I'm, I'm losing my mind. And you know that. I'm in the huddle. Losing my mind. <laughs> you feel me? So like, and he won't say nothing because he already has that. Oh, he's a diva. He's a this. He's a that. So he's, he's yeah. the ultimate true guy. I don't personally think he's a diva, but a receiver is going to say, yo, if I'm open, I'm open. Yo, hit me. Stop. Yeah. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing shook. So that, that's been my, my issue with, with, when we have an elite receiver, there's no there's no reason unless Dion Dion Sanders himself is in coverage. I can okay, I might not look you look at you, but I gotta see him. I gotta see you all day, every day. But you said it yourself, Josh Allen spreads the ball. Yeah, it could be you today, it could be you over there, it could be you. So it's like a you love it and you hate it at the same time. But for me, you gotta get your guy the ball. Does Joe Burrow ever have these games where he doesn't get the ball to Jamar Chase? He didn't really get it to him last week. To be honest, Chase, he, what was well, he, he he hit it. He got eight, bro. He threw the eight. ball. Eleven targets, fam. Eleven targets, eight. Fifty-two Don't times. Fifty-two times. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a lot of attempts. You're you gonna get. I mean, like you're gonna get your targets. No, that's for real. If you look right. at it. A key number one guy is probably pulling in fifteen to eighteen targets when you're throwing the ball fifty-two times, especially against the Pats. I mean, that secondary, like. This next game is the are the Bills at Cincinnati? I can't recall. No, I think I think we're, we're playing you guys at in Buffalo. Are we not? No, you're at Cincy. You're coming to you're coming to Paycor. We are coming to pay. You been, have you been to a home game yet? No, I haven't. Not not I yet. Haven't got, I haven't gotten to go yet. So we're gonna stick on these two words because there's a couple more that I want to uh, jump into and then we'll, we'll get onto it. Your head coach. Uh, is it not Staley? Um, what's your what's Taylor. your word? Taylor Zach Taylor? What's the word on Zach Taylor? Leader of men. Does he have his weaknesses? Is he terrible on 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 time management? Does he make bonehead you know challenges decisions? What's the deal on coach? So, from when he came until now, year one riddled with coaching errors big time they're about to ship his ass off. riddled with coaching errors year two figured it out this year take control i like it to take more control i like it figured it out take control i see you on the theme now uh we're gonna flip the switch a little bit we're gonna flip the switch a little bit um when it comes to food I mean, we all like to eat. Um, and there's one thing, see, I could ask a fellow Canadian because it just makes sense to do it, right? When you have your chicken wings, right? Bills are known for the chicken wings and we do this and that. And they always ask, ranch or blue cheese? Blue cheese. You didn't even hesitate. <laughs> Yo, what's up with that? Blue cheese. You don't even mess with ranch? No, I do. But then I had blue cheese and I'm not going back. 
<laughs> yo, you know what? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a bucket. I've been talking. I've been telling people like, yo, I'm not. I'm usually like just no sauce, or I'll do like, you know what I'm saying, you know, I me mean? Canadian restaurants. They just give you sour cream. You'll dip your shit in sour yeah. cream. Call it a day. Yo, people are making fun of me like, yo, sour cream. Who does that? I, I dip it in what they give me to it. Anyway, yeah. so I went to Buffalo and I had blue. I had the blue cheese and I said, yo, this is game changer. That's for real. Is I'm not gonna front. The blue cheese over the ranch. I'm not even gonna lie. So the fact that you didn't even hesitate, respect to you. Respect to you. All right, we're going to move to the next segment. And there's a segment called Milk Carton. All right? And every week I find someone or I find something that has gone missing. I don't know where this, I don't know where this thing went or where this player went, but he wasn't around or this thing wasn't around. So I'm going to leave this hanging for just a little second. Because I'm gonna let you think about it. Because there's always a player on the scrub. Like, yo, where the fuck is this guy, man? Yo, where, he's disappeared. Like, where he's at, right? So for me, I'm gonna I'm go to the to the Bills squad, and I'm looking to see what, where the milk carton is. And right now, I'm I'm. It's not that it's missing, but I hope it's not missing in this upcoming game. And that's my defensive backfield. Because I'm I'm not gonna lie. When I hear T Higgins is coming to town. Or I'm going, I'm going to T. Higgins. I'm going to see Jamar Chase. I'm going to see Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon out of the backfield. I'm a little shook a little bit when it comes to that because I know, yo, bro, this guy's cold as ice, man. He don't give a damn, man. He throws a pick, he'll throw you a touchdown next drive. You feel me? So to me, I just hope, and I'm flipping a little bit, I just hope that I don't have to put my defensive backfield, Trey White, Kyir, Poyer, you know what I'm saying, Hamlin, I don't want to see you guys on the milk carton. I don't want to have to call y'all out. So I'm pre-calling you guys out to step your game up against these boys because these boys are coming. You know what I'm saying? So that's my milk carton. Maybe you might want to go in the future or do you want to go back to the Patriots game? Was there something, was there a scheme that was, what was missing in that game for you? What do we need to say? You know what? You're missing. We need to be found. We're going to put you on the milk carton. Samaje, man. After when Mixon went down, he took over for two games and was producing and doing high, he was highly efficient. Right. And then Mixon comes back and it's like you're non-existent. We're not running the tandem anymore. You're kind of, you know, you'll come in on these third and shorts or second right. and he, he took and his like, why are we not utilizing a guy who's productive? You put him on the field, he's gonna get you yards or he's gonna get you points. Why cut him out of the equation? Yo, he had four carries last game. Yeah. Mixes 16. Yeah. But to me, to me, if you have your alpha dog, that's who should get the carries. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that. If I'm your dog, you give me the carries. Because you were talking about, yo, 20 carries. You were talking about, yo, you get him 20 carries, he's, he's an animal. Right now, 16, to me, that's legit. 16 is good. You know what I'm saying? And then plus he's going to get some receptions here and there. But yeah, but I'm looking at it where like Kareem can come in and, and run the slot. That's what he does. And mm. for not using him. I, a, lot of his, a lot of his touchdowns are from the slot. Take the matchup. Huh? Especially against you guys when you come out in that nickel. Yeah, we stay in nickel. Teron Johnson, you're going to learn who Teron Johnson is. We stay in nickel. I'm going to tell you right now. So, uh, Let's get to the nitty-gritty. This, this is the shit that I wanted to get to. How are the Bengals going to win 
against the Bills? Like, what do you what do you feel like? This is how we're gonna beat you guys. This is this is the recipe to win. If we do this X Y Z, this is how we gonna win. What's the what's the key to victory for the Bengals? We have to abuse your secondary. We have to. I don't know how easy that's going to be, though. I didn't say it was going to be easy. I never said it was going to be easy. We have to abuse them. But how are you going to do that? That's what with I. Our, with our, this is what's going to happen when we play you guys, okay? Oh, let me, let me, listen. Hold on. Martez is going to show up. All right. He'll probably bring in three. Keep going. All right. This is your, this is your, this is your time to show <laughs> Joe Jamar- Mixon. Uh-huh. Joe Mixon's probably going to rush for 185 to 210. We're going to control that clock off of his back. And he'll probably be the guy who scores a two-pointer to steal the game when we play you. T. Higgins is going to do T. Higgins. He'll show up when you guys realize that Chase is cooking you and we're going to take advantage of ISO probably once or twice, three or four big plays off of that to sway our momentum back our way because I know you guys are going to make plays. True. We have weaknesses in our back end and we gamble quite a lot if you watch the way our defense runs now in order to really win we have to sack allen five times See, I like that. and i'm not talking like it's it's not five in the first half we need five on the day because it's going to throw off everything he needs to do and they have to come on those second and medium to third and short plays where you guys like to run your play action and your little RPO and he's going to come off the, like, no, we can't have that happen. We can't get him going where he starts tucking the ball and running from 30 yards out and housing it on us. Here's the deal. And I like, I like what you said. So you want to abuse our defensive back. And that's, that's what you should be because that in my opinion right now is our, our biggest weakness. And we have a decent defense. Our defense is actually legit defense. But that is – that's our weakness, in my opinion. We have uh, a returning Trey White. He's not quite back to all pro Trey White, so you have right. some moments here and there. And then you've got Kyir Elam, which is one of our, our rookies, with Dane Jackson, a seventh-round pick from a few years ago, splitting time. If you split in time, that means you don't have a true number two corner. That's just my – that's my thing, right? If you got two offensive coordinators, you have no offensive coordinators. You got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. That's the way I look at it, right? So I like the fact that you said you're going to try to abuse the, the, the receivers. I get that part. So uh, I like that. I respect it. You're wrong. You're wrong, but I respect it. So here, here's <laughs> when it comes to this, this Bengals, this, I think a lot of this has every like we've been we've been on this kind of like revenge tour-ish type of shit, right? So Titans, they beat us, they beat us pretty badly couple years back so we came back this year and we whooped that ass we came and we whooped the rams the rams won the super bowl we said yeah we need to show that these are frauds we we, we took care of business against the rams who chiefs they beat us in that fraudulent game where they had no business winning we came back and said bam number three we got you right bengals is on the ravens we took care of the ravens right bengals is on my list it's not like a revenge tour but it's like a <laughs> We need to come in and solidify ourselves like we are top dogs. Because if you guys win this game, you throw off everything. Now you guys are up for the number one seed. 
The Chiefs now go. It, it's it's a it's a mess. So we need to stay on course and stay with him because right now we are the number one seed. If we beat you guys. We pretty much solidify ourselves with that number one seed. If y'all win, it throws everything off, and that we can't have that. So how we're gonna beat you guys? And this is this is where I come in because I think it's gonna be a tough game. But I, you guys, Josh Allen is not Pat Mahomes. He won't all over the place and left and right. It's either go time or it's go time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at your DBs. I like Von Bell. Um, I like Bates. You guys are good players. And Eli Apple. That's where I was going to go for. Eli Apple is just, he's a depth guy. He ain't no, like, number one, number two corner. He's a depth guy. So if we have a way, if he gets stuck on, and this is what I love about our offense, our offense is very multiple. You're never going to just see digs at the, at the Y. You know what I'm saying? He'll go right to right to slot. He'll move over to the X. He'll be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HE travel at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HE travel to save 20%. Be ready to move around and try to figure things out. And then we're starting to get our run game going because that's one beef I had, I've had big time before. But the run game is starting to get going. So hopefully we start to open the game up like that and you're de- we put stress on your defense. And Joe Burrow, when he has to – now, is it clutch? That's what I need to know about Joe Burrow. Because if the pressure's on, it can he perform? I know Joe can. But of course he can. Perform? Of course he can. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is gonna be fun. Of course he can. I think I love every bit of this, man. This is gonna be fun because I don't know. I don't know. Team, like I, we watch each other's team from afar. Like, yo, it's go time, man. It's Monday night. <laughs> Prime <laughs> time. It's Harry time for real, for real. So, last segment of the show for me, fam. And it's say it with your chest. Now, I don't know what you got on your chest. You might want to talk shit to Bills Mafia. I would love for you to do it. You might have something else you want to tell Ben, you know what I mean, who they nation. You might want to tell them a message. I don't know what it is that you got on your chest, but I want you to think long and hard about what you're trying to do because I'm about to give you a, a few seconds to cue up what you want to say, and then it's go time. You go for it. So cue it up. I'm going to cue my thing up, and then when you're ready to go. Floor is yours. All right, all right. This is uh you guys are acting like you're this top dog team, you're unbeatable, we're subpar, but you look at it, all of our losses are the same. Three points, three points, two. You guys lost to the Dolphins by two. We lost to the Ravens by two. Y'all beat the Ravens by three. Cool. Field goal, whatever. The Jets, you lost to. Jets, we slapped. Vikings, you got lucky and came back. That should have been lights out. And that's a three-point game. On average, when you guys play a decent team, your defense still lets up 17 points. Fourth in the league. 
and you're about to drop to fifth after we put that on you on Monday night. I'm telling you, Bills fanatics, you're not going back this year. You're not going anywhere. This is the jungle. Oh. Understand me when I say this. It's the jungle. You see these Bengals? We run the jungle. You guys are just <clears throat> a quick pit stop meal on the way to the to the throne. You understand me? I like it. I like it. Listen, respect, respect. Now, amateur hour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you don't know how to. Really, you don't really know how to really talk shit. So let me show you how to really put it on. <laughs> Who did? Who did think gonna beat that? <laughs> the Bengals, they got away with it last year. I don't know how they made it to the Super Bowl, but they did. And they represented, you know what I'm saying, because they're a team that most years they haven't been relevant. You know what I'm saying? And you have been relevant. You got you got yourself a quarterback, you got yourself a receiver. But let me tell you something, it's big boy time. And you're about to find out, you're about to play a real quarterback in Josh Allen. Josh Allen is not your prototypical quarterback. Let me tell you something a little, Josh. Never in the history of NFL has there been a quarterback that throw for 4,000 yards, run for 700 yards, throw for 30 touchdowns, have seven or more touchdown passes ever in the NFL. This is the first time ever. Y'all are playing a unicorn, and you don't even know it. <laughs> you, you won't even know it. So let me put it this way. It's going to be a good game. Not going to front. Joe Burrow, I have got a lot of respect for Joe Burrow. There's no hate against the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been going through some pain for, for some time now. You know what I'm saying? So we're both on the come up. But there comes a time where the destiny is for a team. And the destiny is on the Bills' side. And I hate to break it to you, brother. We're going to take that number one seed. And you're going to be hurting on that Monday night. And then I don't know who you play after that. But good luck. Good luck to you, sir. It's going to be a matchup. And you're going to say, you said you're going to put it on us? I'm going to, you know, let me give you a score prediction of what's going to happen. I hate doing score predictions, but I got to give you a score prediction. All right, let's go. You're talking about 17 points, right? I don't think you guys put up 17 points. That's a bold, hot prediction. Mix it how you want to. I think if the Patriots had you guys at 22 points and y'all couldn't do shit after that, we're going to make sure that we keep you under 17 points. I, I'm going to put a step on that. We're going to keep you guys under 17 points. And I'm not saying that we're going to match you guys, but I don't think you guys are going to put up over 17 points. And I'm going to put it that way. And that's it. I'm going to say with my chest. What's up, bro? You going to bed? And I hope, I hope I'm so right because I'm going to talk my big shit. We're going to keep it that way. For the most part, we're going to all jokes aside, I think it's going to be a tight game. Whoever whoever wins this game, yeah, listen, is it's it's on for the take. Now, last question of the night. There's three names that are up for MVP: Joe Burrow, Pat Mahomes, and you got Josh Allen. Who's worthy of this of that of of that title for the MVP? See. 
they all have validity behind their nomination. For sure. All right. Josh Allen, he's doing what he does for these Bills fanatics. It'll just end up being an 0 and 5 scenario at the end if you ever get there again. Mahomes, there's Mahomes, man. Like his guy's left and he's doing work with who he has. Max. He's got a great defense, right? And don't like look at his head coach, establish. That's what I was going to get to, his head coach. Establish. So he's been behind a guy for a few years and learned how to control the game. That's what you like a lot of people aren't looking at is the way this guy controls the game, even if he's down. He dictates what's going to happen throughout the entire game. Now, Mr. Burrow, a lot of people might get mad. I just don't think it's his time yet. I think if he gets it now, it disrupts what we're going to do down the road. And I'm a big, like, you know how I'm an ego guy, and I just, he's so cool and he's so calm. Right. If he gets this now, it can change that whole locker room. Because he's coming up to contract time, right? Like, he's going to want his bag. He's going to, you got to, you got to think long term. Mm -hmm. He gets it now. He, He runs the organization for the next six to seven. So if you're not giving him MVP, I'm giving it to Mahomes. Mahomes right now with what he's doing. I like your guy. Well, Mahomes, you feel Mahomes is that dude? I feel Mahomes right now is just he has he doesn't have the same cast around him, but he has two solid backs. I think he has to get it as much as I don't like him. So here's the deal. See, and I and I and I. I got to bring this up because I think it's valid, right? So I'm looking at who you guys play, right? You all play, obviously, you guys have the North. You guys play the Cowboys that have a winning record. Uh, Y'all play the Dolphins. Obviously, you play the AFC East. You're about to play us. When you guys played the AFC East, they all had a winning record. Uh, You guys played the Saints, Falcons, garbage, garbage, Browns, garbage. Um, But y'all took an L to them, which is weird, which is very strange. And y'all play the Panthers, and then you guys went on a win streak, right? Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, y'all. That was a big win against the Chiefs. Then you beat the Browns in the Bucks with uh, when when Brady needed to get a win, and all that stuff, right? Now you're about to play the Bills. So then, and I'm bringing this up for a reason, right? Because I feel like strength of schedule means something. Yes. Strength of schedule means something. So the Bills right now have one of the hardest schedules in the, in the game right now. Well, I'm looking at the Chiefs and who the Chiefs played this year to see, like, okay, like, what's up with the Chiefs? Man? Like, let me see what's good with these Chiefs. So when I look at the schedule they play. They play the Cardinals. Then they play the Chargers. When the Chargers and and they they barely got out of the Chargers, they lost to the Colts. Then they went on a shootout with the Buccaneers. Then they they barely got out of the Raiders. Then they lost to the Bills. Then they barely got out of the Titans against a backup quarterback. Then the Chargers again. Then the Rams. With the Rams are the Rams. You already know what it is. Then y'all lost to the Bengals, and then they beat the Broncos, which was a 34-28. I'm telling you right now, these guys are frauds. These Chiefs are frauds. They beat the Broncos. They barely get out with the Texans, and then they beat. They finally beat the, the Seahawks 24-10. And we want to put Mahomes in the MVP conversation when he's playing these cupcakes? I look at strength of schedule, and I can make a case for Josh Allen to be that guy. I'm just saying. I'm going to put it that way. 
But like when I look at the last few games that these these Chiefs have played, like Rams win against the Rams, but everybody's beating the Rams these days. Then you got the Bengals, then the Broncos, a mess of a Broncos, and you barely yeah. got the Texans, and then you you beat the Seahawks. And now you got to go against the Broncos again. Who knows if they're gonna be if they're gonna be ready to roll? Because you know what I mean, coach is gone. They're gonna be inspired. Who knows? And then you got to play the Raiders again, which the Raiders yeah. played tough last time. So. I think I think I just made somewhat of a case for Josh Allen just based on schedule and strength of schedule and how we've been playing. Anyways, I'm gonna leave that there. I'm gonna let you sit because we have no you have no dog in this race. You're know saying so you just have to worry about your team, <laughs> your team winning on Monday, and we go from there. I got a question for you though. I got somebody that's posed a question. He goes, "Yo, Rico, ask Brandon the Tiger King if Welcome to the Jungle from Guns N' Roses is his favorite song. I like this guy, but he's wrong." So you get you getting people liking you, man. Listen, Bills <laughs> fans, if if I bring on somebody and they like your vibe, they just straight up tell you, yo, this guy's a clown, or they, yo, I like this guy, man. Bring this guy back. So you're getting some love right now. So that's good. You know what I'm saying? And this is your first time on a podcast, so you did well. You did well, man. I like it. Um, one last thing, man, before you get out of here, bro. I needed to, I need to get on this tour, this tour talk. I need to. You said something about tour. You said, yo, after two concussions. Get him out of out, here. out. Why? Yo, that the second one did. Okay, the first one was bad. The second the first, one he was out cold. Yeah, the second one was like that's when he was like this. Like I don't know what he called yeah. it. Like. The first one he shouldn't have been back in. The man was stumbling everywhere. His old line had to carry him. Facts. It's one of those where like you have to be accountable and like if you look back on the game, you're like, you know what? I shouldn't have done it. Sit him. As soon as you question, I shouldn't have let him continue. Sit him. Okay. Let him heal because, like, right, that's the biggest thing around that league is protocol, concussion protocol, concussion protocol. Right. He's uh, number three in one season. That's big. Luke Keekley, I think, had three in his career, or three in that one season. I can't remember what it was. He was like, yo, I'm done. I'm out of here. I retire. Yeah. So here's my thing. Have you, have you ever been concussed? Have you ever been, have you got a concussion before? Yeah, one. How, do you remember it? Do you remember what the sensation was? Like, do you? It was the worst drive home after. And to be honest, like, I wouldn't want to go through that again. You're just, like, confused oh, the entire time. It's just confusion, yeah. Okay. I was playing, like, shoot, who laid me out? Nate Taylor just signed with the Red Blacks as a running back coach. We were okay. playing against them. Laid okay. me out on the sideline. Him and another guy I played with, Dillian Charles. These two like monster DBs out of Montreal, and we all know how that Montreal boys. It was Invaders. Yeah, I think I was there for that yeah. game. Yeah, and I I went home with Khan and. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. Bet. Okay. But I me, mean, I was stupid too because I went back in that game knowing I was concussed. But okay, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. This is my beef, right? If you know you're concussed, and you've already been taken out of the game twice now. And you, you, and I'm, I, I guess some people will say, well, you're not thinking, but you are thinking because you know, you just said, I knew I was concussed. So get yourself out of the game. Like you have a duty to yourself to get yourself out of the game. Now, my question is if they clear him and they say, yo, yo, you're good to go. This, it turns out it was a mild concussion. You know what I mean? After you X, Y, Z, you passed the protocols, we're clearing you to play. But if your coach 
you're saying you're shut down for the year? Right now with him? Yeah, because he's my franchise. But is he, though? Who are you going to go and get right now with right now, the record? Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is their, is their backup. And he, he's, your, uh, he's, he's not Teddy from Minnesota, but he's still Teddy. No, he's still Teddy. So you would shut him down. Because huh? I'm looking at this like, unfortunately, like, I and I hear it. I'm like, yo, three concussions, man, that's craziness. That's crazy. Sometimes you got to put the player first. You got to put the person first before the player. But if doctors are saying, yo, he's good. As a coach. But that's. As a coach, I'm not letting it fly. It's like no, you just you're in a year, like unless you're just uh, a complete demon inside and you don't care about the well-being of exactly. life after football. Yeah, sure, go play. It's your decision. So you shut it down. Shut it down. So at shut what down. at what point, as a player, you're like, yo, I know I shouldn't be playing. I should take my ass out. Like what? What makes someone like? Like, I get it. You're trying to get the win for the team. You're trying to do all that stuff. Because sometimes a lot of these things play a factor. Like, yo, if I if I get out of this as a concussion, yo, they're just going to shut me down for the year. I got to try to play through it. And I think that's what he tried to do. But then, obviously, but it was early in the season, right? Like, it's one of those things where we're all, as an athlete, especially when you're at that level, you're just a competitor. No matter what you want to do, you got to compete. You don't want to lose your job. You don't want to lose money. You don't want to... There's all these other circumstances. And... I don't think he has like a family unit behind him where he's kind of like, I need to step away for the future with them. But you know, what's crazy though. So my brother, my brother-in-law is in Alabama and Tua, Tua's, uh, Tua's from, he went to Alabama for a bit. And uh, I guess Tua's brother and they're all out there. The family's all out there. They, they brought them all over to Alabama. So like my, so my, my brother-in-law follows family, follows the whole situation really well. And he's like, yo, they got a, it's a big family family out there so like you think they'd be like yo enough already shut it down be done and it's a wrap so it'll be very interesting to see what coach mcdaniel does with tua does he care about Tua enough to say yo shut it down but as a head coach i'm like yo, i'm trying to win so what do you do so do you put you're saying the players help or do you put your team ahead of it we're gonna find out what mcdaniel's is he seems like a guy that gives a damn so he'll shut it down but poor tua Three concussions. Now, here's the real question. Is that career? Is that something that you should, like, yo, man, I think I'm just going to shut it out, period. Or no. Oh, done for the year. Depends on the severity. Like, of this last one, like, those first two were really bad. But that's just what we saw, right? I don't know how he recovered, how serious it was. But, like, when you get knocked out, it's, it's a wrap. He's been playing with the trauma from the first one, the initial one, throughout right until yep. now where last week you get knocked out of the game and you can't come back so i think it's more of if he comes back it's on the executive it's not even going to be the coach because it's going to be like oh he's cleared he's this he's that the coach is going to be he's going to have like a minimal input on that but i guarantee you after this season the league's looking into everything that happened and they're already doing it now right i'm telling you right now so who's to blame is there anybody to blame in this situation? Well, they they got they fired the outside physician on the last one. Now it's they the team doctor. It. Yep. So if they let him come back, you know it's the team. It's not the outside physician. That's what it comes down to. They make playoffs. He comes back three concussions in a year. I'm pretty sure it's two, and you're not allowed to play after your second one. Soon, like up here in like the Canadian rules, at least in the spring ball, second concussion, you're done. That's it, huh? Yeah. 
It's, it, I've never, see, I've never, I mean, I've had my bell rung, but I don't know about concussion. I mean, I wouldn't know, right? So, like, once you, you know I mean, when you get your bell, like, you got hit hard, though. So, you knew, like, you couldn't, like, get up and get back to it. But once you get your bell rung, it's like one of those things where you got to shake it and then get going. But, like, whether it was concussed or not, I don't know if I felt, like, con confusion like you did. So, with Tua, he even said it. He's like, yo, I think I may have called the wrong play on the second play, and that's why I threw an interception. Yo, if you think you, you called the wrong play, you did. It's a problem. It's yeah. A problem, man. Yeah, it's one of it's a, it's a tough situation, man. We'll see what happens with the uh with the uh the dolphins and, and tool man. But listen, man, Brandon my G, I appreciate your time, bro. I know you gotta you got a fam, you gotta do all your business, man. Your first podcast, man. How you feel about it? All right, I'm, I'm pretty good. I might bring your black ass on later on because and it might it might you it's either two things are gonna happen, either you're gonna be talking big shit. Or I'm gonna be talking big shit. It's one of the other. But one of us is gonna, <laughs> one of us is gonna take it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. anyway, appreciate the love, man. Always. You know what I mean, we go way. Always back. appreciate you having me. Always appreciate coming on. It's always love, man. Yo, take care of the fan, baby, and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch, man. And yo, keep yo, keep them boys in line, man. I see you coaching. They're doing all that good stuff, man. Yo, keep them boys in line, man. Yeah, man. I got you, right. man, Brandon, man. I peace out, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it, man. That's my man B. We've been we've been playing ball. Long time, man. I'm talking about like since like 12, 13, man. He was playing on one side of the city, I was playing on the other, and that's how we did, man. So uh he's a big boy, man. Six, what, six three, six two, six three. And uh he was he was like that, he was like that Anquan Bolden type of receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like fast enough that he can kind of get away from you, but like you ain't bringing him down on first tackle. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. So shout salute to my man Brandon, man. Came through and uh yo, he he said some things, man. Bengals like. It's not a team that obviously we're not going to take lightly. You can't take lightly. You can't take a team like the, the Bengals lightly. But I'm going to tell you this, man. We got some guns, too. We, we will clap, too. And this is one of those, this is one of those games where, like, like against the, at least against the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs, you're like, bring on the Kansas City Chiefs. We want the Kansas City Chiefs. We're ready for the Kansas City Chiefs. Because we know, can't, we know KC. But... When it comes to like the Bengals, we don't know much about them. I mean, we see what we, but we, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no like, we haven't played them in a long time. I don't remember the last time we played them. And the last time we did play them, like, ah, listen, I can't tell you. I think the last time I remember we played us, we played them was when Stevie Johnson went off. Stevie Johnson, I think, uh, I think T.O. was still part of the team. I mean, I'm sure we played them after that, but like, golly, I'm trying to think when the last time we played the Bengals. Does anybody know when the last time we played the Bengals? Like, real talk? Shit, I got to take a look. I got to take a look because I don't remember. I don't recall. And if, if it I can't, I can't imagine it was the last time Stevie Johnson was a the game. There's no way. Because <laughs> that's a long-ass time. Bills-Bengals history. Look, what, do we, what do we got? The last time the Bills played... I'm taking a look here. So last time we played these boys was 2019. We won uh, since what? Cincinnati won 21-17? Did we win? Yeah, we won 21-17. That was the last time we played. We played in 2019. Like, who was quarterback? Andy Dalton was quarterbacking? Like, because I don't recall that game whatsoever. Buffalo Bills eked out a victory over the Cincinnati Bengals 21-17. to Uh... Who the heck was it? Steven Hauschka was playing. Dawson Knox scored. Yo, that was 
That's some time ago, man. Actually, what am I saying? When they came, it was in Buffalo. I think I was at that game. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't freaking matter. Yes, I was at that freaking game when Dawson Knox absolutely crushed the guy on the sideline. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. I was actually at the game. What am I thinking? Yeah, I remember that game. That was actually a big game. I remember that. We started off the, we started off the season 3-0. I do recall. He absolutely ate that DB. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Well, yeah, man, like, I mean, shoot, that was, a, that was a completely different team then. A completely different team. And then the time before that, we played them in 2017. And uh, obviously, we lost that game. And the time before that was 2016. We won that one. So, like, the win-loss right now between the Bills is we're up 17-13. And that's all time. So, here we are. We're about to see what's good, man. We went on a stretch of beating this team. From the from the nineties, shit, like all in the whole decade of the nineties, we didn't lose one game to the freaking Bengals. How impressive is that? Wowzers! Anyway, y'all know what it is, man. Dude, we went, yo, we went from the nineties all the way to two thousand ten. The last time, so that's the last game I remember vividly was that forty nine thirty one game against Cincinnati in twenty ten with Stevie Johnson, and then we won a three game losing three game losing streak to these guys. Then we won one, then we lost one, then we won one. So now we got to go up against these guys and take that. We got to take that. Stay, simple as that. Now, they got some dogs on their team. They, have, they absolutely have some dogs on their team. But we got to take care of business, man. We really do have to take care of business. We got to. We got no choice. We got no choice, ladies and gentlemen. The Bengals game is going to be huge. Uh, I can go back and talk about the Bears game, but nobody wants to talk about the Bears game. The Bears games, let's... let's, let's Done. One and done. There's really not much to talk about it. We got out of there. We beat them 35-12 or 35-13, and we're out of here. But this is a big game. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can get uh, Bengals content creators to come on and talk about it and see how they feel about this game coming up. Uh, my man Brandon doesn't seem nervous, but he also knows what's at stake. He also knows who's on the other side. Josh Allen, I asked him who he hates more, Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes. And it was a tough one. It was a tough one for him, and as it should be, because, of, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of guys that just, they respect Josh Allen so much they hate him because they don't want to play that dude. It's no different with, with when it comes to a guy like Pat Mahomes. And Joe Burrow is starting to become in that conversation. Three of the top best quarterbacks in the game, and right now they're going for the MVP, MVP talks. Jalen Hurts is still in there too. And if you ask me how I feel about this game, I feel I'm indifferent. I don't feel like super high, but I'm not, I'm definitely not low. It would have been nice to have Von Miller in this game. Cause these, these are the games you want a guy like Von Miller to really disrupt this. But when you have guys like Greg Rousseau coming on Ed Oliver's coming on playing extremely well, Shaq Lawson is holding down the whole, you know, doing well. And then you got Matt Milano and we're starting to somewhat get healthy now. This is going to be a good matchup, man. This is going to be a good matchup. I just hope that we are on the other end of it. I want that number one seed. When I tell you how much I want that number one seed, I want that number one seed. I want it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I want it like I'm freaking one of the players. I want that shit. So hopefully we can handle business and, and take care of what we need to take care of and get this, game, get this thing going. Real talk. Shout out to my man, Scott Blakey. What's up, Scott? Scott says, yo, Bill's 4-0. 
Rest of the AFC, 1 and 11. Yeah, it's tough, man. They, uh, they've, had a, they've had a tough run, folks. They, the rest of the AFC, they've had a tough run. My man, MK La Liga. What's going on, man? Yo, let's go, Rico. 31-28 bills. We catching bodies, baby. Listen, I don't know if we... I don't, listen, I feel strongly about this. I think this is going to be a, a big defensive game. I think quarterbacks are going to be trying to feel out this defense. And uh, I think that uh, we keep this we keep this relatively close but low scoring. And if it becomes a high-scoring game, then shit. But our defense... I mean, I saw a tweet today. Uh, from Sal Capaccio, that was that was really eye opening, and I found that very interesting. I'm not sure if you guys saw, it, but you guys you guys all follow Sal, so you guys probably most definitely saw it. But I'm gonna pull it up right now to kind of give you guys an idea um, of what the what 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 kind of Bills team we're rocking with right now. So Sal went in there and compared this year's team to last year's team after Week 16. So Week 16 in the books. Week 16 being in the books in 2021 on offense, the Bills were sixth in yards per game. They were 10th in yards per game and yards per play. They were 11th in rush yards per game. They were fourth in rush yards per play. Now, check this out in 2022, they were second. So, we are second place right now in yards per game in the league as opposed to last year's team, which was sixth. Yards per play were third as of last year. Tenth, rush yards per game were eighth this year. Last year, 11th. Rush yards per play were first. Last year, we were fourth. Pass yards a game were seventh. Last year, we were seventh. We were right on, right on point with how many yards we're passing a game. Pass yards per play, though, were seventh as opposed to 15th last year. And we're pretty much dead on with points per game. We're 28th, 28 points per game. That gives us fourth in the league. Last year, we were scoring 28.5 points a game, which gave us third for last year. So offensively, offensively, we're better than we were last year. Go figure. We're better than we were last year, and we're sitting here saying, and I mean, I'm one of them. So I'm, I'm, I'm some of, I'm, I'm saying some of what you guys are saying. What the hell? Our rush game is no good. We're not doing any better in the rush game, but the rush game is better than last year. Ah, we lost Cole Beasley, and we don't have the same slot. Well, guess what, folks? Our pass play is better than last year. So, like, we're we're in this realm of like, we think we're not doing great, but we're better than we were last year statistically. Go figure, right? Defensive side of the ball. In 2021, yards per game. This is how very interesting this is. And this is very like, you, you once I give you the numbers, you're going to be like, I totally get it. It makes sense. So defense, yards per game, giving up yards per game. Last year, we were first. We were first in the league. Number one defense in giving and take and pretty much less yardage given up per game. This year, we're seventh. Yards per play. We were first last year. This year, ninth. Rush yards a game. This is where we were garbed. We felt like we were like letting teams run all over us, right? Rush yards a game. We were 17th last year. We were letting guys run all over us last year. Remember that? Colts being like the top bun, the top gun. Then we went against the Patriots. The Patriots, the Chiefs, like they were running all over us, right? 17th last year. This year, fourth. 
Rush yards per play, 17th last year, 12th this year. Pass yards a game, we were first. We were number one pass defense. This year, 15th, right? And now we, we know why we're the 15th. Pass yards per play. We were first last year. Number one pass game in the game in pass defense in the game. This year, eighth. Here's the here's the kicker. Points per game. Last year, 17.4, which was best for third in the league. This year, 17.5 for second in the league. So we're giving up the second. We're the best defense. We're the best, we're the second best defense in giving up points, right? So do these statistics mean anything? That's that's my thing, right? And it's always it's good context to find out, like, yo, we complain about this and we say that, and we, but then when you really compare the numbers, you're like, shit, we're pretty much like we we've improved here, but we got worse here, and it's very evident. Look at the pass game, right? We're swapping in Dane Jackson and Kyrie Elam, thirty like they're they're doing pretty much splitting thirty plays and thirty plays. Dane Jackson getting a little bit more play, so. Very interesting how how this how this is being put uh, out there on paper. Now, statistics they can paint a picture, but what really does it mean? We can already see the eye test defensively. We have gotten better against the run. You can see it, right? Very, we'll have one game. We'll have a guy have a long run, but we we tighten up our defense and we get better. Pass plays is a little different, but our pass rush we're pretty still much steady. So this is where we can help it out, help us out. A lot of people, it's the debate, which is more important, a very good pass rush or a very good pass defense coverage, right? You always hear about coverage sack. Would you prefer coverage sack or is that pass rush so damn dominant that, yo, we're going to get a pick somehow, some way. So I like our rush. I think our pass play is going to get us, uh, is going to get us far, but our pass rush and our ability to stop the run is what's going to push us forward. And then we just need our offense to just capitalize. At the end of the day, that's what needs to happen. But we'll see. Some people like the coverage. Some people like the pass rush. Which one is more important? And right now, we have a 12-3 and record. And right now, our pass defense is middle of the pack. And sometimes it's okay to be middle of the pack. Because a lot of teams that are winning these Super Bowls, their defense wasn't amazing. They weren't number one this, number one that. They were just middle of the pack. Bend, but don't break, but make the plays that need to be made when they need to be made. We're about to find out what's going on, man. So this is huge, folks. Big game Monday night. So uh, I'm going to see if I can get some content creators to come through and, and bless the mic. And then we can get some more insight on what these Bengals are thinking and how these Bengals fans are thinking. So uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Obviously, this has been another, you know what I'm saying, recall report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. If you guys haven't smashed that button, Smash that like button. Subscribe to that channel. If you have not subscribed to the channel, we very much appreciate you. Folks, one last thing before we get out of here, man. We got to do the pickums. Mike Hurdle. I see Mike Hurdle in the chat. We got to do the pickums, but we don't do the pickums till Friday, man. We're going to do it Friday. We can't do it today. Today is, is way too early. It's way too early. We got to see, you know what I mean? Injury reports come out. We got to see all those things that come out, right? But uh, Garbage Play says, yo, Monday's too far away. You damn right, Monday's too far away. It really is. It really is. So, uh, if you have any questions before I get out of here, if you guys have any questions, concerns, things you want to talk, things I've missed, things that you feel that needs to be brought up, bring them up. Here's the thing. I do want to talk about one last thing, and I want to bring this back up again. And this Buffalo, like, I'm telling you right now, this, this whole Buffalo thing has been on my mind. 
I'm telling you, man, it's been on my mind. I see all this stuff. And if it's on my mind, it's definitely on the minds of people that are in surrounding areas that are affected by it, by, by, by family, friends, you name it, man. So it is tough because like being in an area where it's like a snow making machine, snow just comes every day. You're like, there's times where you're like, yo, I just spent all day outside shoveling. I've been there. So I know. And you guys are in Buffalo. So you guys get it all the time. I've been out here shoveling all damn day. And now I got to sit with another four feet of snow. I'm tired, bro. I got, I got no more gas in that damn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In that damn snowblower. I got to do this by hand. It's tough. And now you have this situation to happen. Now I do have a question and this, I don't know. And, and I saw somebody bring it up and I made, and it made me think of it too. Like, obviously you got the weatherman, the weather lady telling you guys we're expecting X amount of snow. We're expecting X amount of this X, Y, Z. Right. And I know it happens to be near Christmas and people wanted to move around and do things. And I get that part, but like, and it's not blame. It's just more questions. I'm sure the city of Buffalo could have planned a little better. And I don't know this, but planned a little better in terms of, okay, yo, we're expecting a whole lot of snow. Yo, I know they made a thing like get off the roads, but like plows to get in the way, salt the streets, do all that stuff. Maybe could have avoided some, some places. Some people, I see a lot of people. I mean, I can't say a lot of people. I see some articles and I've seen some things say it could have been planned better. Um, who knows, man? It's, it's one of those shoulda, woulda, coulda. The, the situation has already happened. So I'm hoping things are getting better and I hope there's no more casualties because I just heard some bad things, man. So like, I mean, my, my heart breaks, man. I, I hate hearing it. And I, and I know things are still being uncovered, which is really it's unfortunate. The stories that I'm reading, I'm like, oh, I just can't imagine. So praise out to y'all, man, for real. It's a tough situation. So bond together. You know what I'm saying? They call you guys a city of good neighbors. So hopefully you guys are, you know what I mean? Holding it down and uh, hold on a second. Somebody said you can't salt or plow. Hold on a second. Can't salt or plow when the winds blow. Uh, see, maybe that's what it is. See, that's why I say I don't know. So I don't want to put my, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, shoot myself in the foot by saying something that's like ridiculous. But like, if it was crazy wind blowing or a lot of stuff, I guess that, I guess that I won't help, I suppose. But, um, but damn, it's, it's tough. Nonetheless, man, it's a tough situation to be in for real. Uh, but yeah, questions, concerns, whatever you guys got. Uh, I got a few more minutes. I could take some. Uh, my man, Walter Scales. What's up, Walter? What's happening, brother? Uh, Walter comes in and says, hey, uh, obviously, I'm obviously biased, but I feel like no NFL community deserves a win more than the 2022 Buffalo than Buffalo. I know a Super Bowl win will be thought of as a 2023, but the journey started this year. I agree, man. Like for a city that's been through some things, I mean, been through some things, man. Like the, the shooting that happened. And then there was the, the whole... Um, I don't know if it was a riot or not, but a police officer pushed pushed over an older person. The person hit the head, and there was just a whole bunch of stuff that was going on. And then the snow and the, the, yo, there's a lot, man. That city's been through a whole lot, a whole lot. Um, my man Dave says zero visibility. Yeah, so I guess if there's no visibility, you can't do nothing. You just gotta wait it out. So which is crazy to me. So if you you're waiting it out and there's nothing, and people are on the roads driving. Oh, it's tough, man. And there's no blame to put out there, man. It's just tough because you don't know what scenarios people are in um, and what they felt they needed to do. You just never know, man. It's tough. It is very tough, man. So um, nah, it doesn't sit well. It doesn't sit well at all. But uh, any questions, Bills related, Bengals related, Bears related, let me know what, what you're thinking. And if you guys are like, man, 
you covered it pretty good today, man. We good. Call it a day. Then we could definitely do that. But shout out to the 335 people watching right now. Salute to y'all. Even if it's from YouTube, fanatics on Facebook. Um, you know what I'm saying? I stick by the Buffalo Bills watching from there. I see y'all. Salute to y'all, man. And salute to the Twitter fan that's, that's watching right now. But um, I see you, man. Somebody asked a question about Beasley. Yo, I've I've kind of, I'm going to be real, man. I've kind of given up, given up on, on the whole Beasley situation. I'm not going to lie. Um, because I see where we sparingly put him in the game and we, we elevate him just to get him one catch and call it a day. So he's clearly not a, a focal point. Uh, the focal point that I thought he was going to be when we brought him in. Obviously, maybe he's still kind of learning the playbook a little bit. Who knows? But how much did that playbook change really from last year? So, but they just, they're not using him. It's just, it's clear. They're just not using him. Uh, shout out to my man Legits for that super chat. I see you, bro. Weather is 65 degrees and no wind Monday. Gonna feel like the tropics. Boys are going to go off. If that's what the, if that is what the temperature is gonna be at 65 degrees, no wind, shoot. Welcome to the jungle is right. My man Brandon said, welcome to the jungle. You're not gonna wanna see a buffalo in the jungle. We don't know how to act in the jungle. You don't want to see a buffalo in the jungle, baby. We don't know how to act. So we're about to find out, baby. We're about to find out. These Bengals don't know how to take down. You know what I mean? We're going to see. <laughs> now I'm talking big shit right now. But we're going to see, baby. We're going to see. Uh, hold my beer. What's going on? Hold my beer. Buffalo versus the world. Not just the city, but the world, man. Hey, man, it's tough. Buffalo is facing a, low, a whole lot of things, man. But you know what? At the end of the day, resilient folks in Buffalo, y'all going y'all gonna to bounce back, baby. You guys going to bounce back. If if we're going to the jungle, I guess we're going to call Alan Tarzan. I like that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to the jungle. We're going to make the Bengals Jane, and we're going to be Tarzan, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so that's the way I look at it, baby. Let's effing go, man. Um, Tebow. What's up, Tebow? What's happening, bro? He says, yo, why are Diggs getting two targets a game? Uh, could this lead to a problem with Diggs? A, he's not getting two targets a game. He got two targets last game, um, and I'm puzzled just as much as you are, man, because to me, my quarterback needs to be one with his top receiver, and I just can't understand how your top receivers only getting two targets all game, but Gabe Davis is getting six. It should be the other way around, but the game plan is the game plan, but I, I can tell you right now, that is not the game plan. That is not the game plan to not get Diggs the ball. There's no effing way, man. If I if I were to go right now and look at the Raiders, actually, I don't even need, I didn't I don't even need to go to to look at the stats. I I go to my fantasy and look at the targets that Devonte Adams gets a game. I'm curious because now this is more of a curiosity for me. As a top receiver in the game, you can't have a guy like Devonte Adams not get his targets. There's no way. Devontae Adams right now, if I looked at to see what his targets per game were this year, first game of the year, 17 targets. Let me tell you right now, there's only one game this year where he had less than six targets, and that was in against New Orleans. He had five targets. He had one reception, and that was it, and they probably lost that game. There's no way. But other than that, after that five-target game, it was on 17 targets, 14 targets, 13 targets, 11 targets, 12 targets, 
That's Devontae Adams. That's one of the best, if not the best receiver in the game. So targets are important. You can't target Stefan Diggs two times. Yeah, but Rico, you got to know that was the weather. The weather was bad and this and that. Six targets to, 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 to Gabe Davis. To two targets to Stefan Diggs. Weather is not the issue here. I don't know what the issue is, but that just can't. It can't happen. We can't, we can't let that happen a second game. Because I can tell you right now, you're going to hear from Stefan Diggs. He's going to be like, yo, Allen, get it together. You know what I'm saying? Ken Dorsey, figure out a way to get me open. And we and call the right plays, get me hot. Once I'm hot, let's roll. That's the way I look at it, man. But Devontae Adams, there's no way. So then when I go, when I go to Diggs, I need to see how often this happened this year. I can't see it happening often, but let's let's look at it, right? So from week one, nine targets, 15 targets, 11 targets, six targets against Baltimore, right? Four receptions that game. 11 targets, 13 targets, 8 targets, 10 targets, 16 targets, 5 targets. And that was against Cleveland, right? 15 targets. And that was against Detroit. Not, and, and he was a baller that game. Y'all remember that game? 9 targets against New England. 5 targets against the Jets were 3 receptions. 9 targets against Miami. So here's the trend. When he has little targets, the next game he has big targets. So we're going up against the, the Bengals. You, you can rest assured there's going to be big targets going to Diggs. I can't see him having another game of less than five targets. No way, no how. Can't have it. And if that's the case, we got big problems. But I highly doubt it's going to happen. These guys go get right back on the same page, and then we're going to be bing, bingity, bingity right in the end zone. So we'll see how this plays out. So uh, if you guys have any more questions, man, I'll take them right now. If not, I'm going to sign off and let you guys do your thing on this Tuesday evening. I hope you guys had a fantastic Christmas. New Year's is coming up. I don't know if you guys have any big New Year's parties you guys are going to be hitting up. Um, but we'll see, man. Yo, I like this. R.I.P. Eli Apple on Monday. If, 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 listen, man, if Ken Dorsey's the true OG, he's going to figure out a way to isolate Diggs and Eli Apple all day. Find a way to move them around where if Eli Apple, I mean, I don't know if they have a guy that travels. I doubt it. I think these guys, I don't think any of these guys travel. Get after Eli Apple. Eli Apple will not be able to stay with Stefan Diggs. Find a way. Find a way and get, and get after his ass. On the other hand, we're going to have our hands full. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, we are going to have our hands freaking full with these boys. That's going to be tough. Are they saying Beasley is, is for playoffs? Are they saving Beasley for playoffs? Lord knows what they're doing with Beasley, man. I don't know. But... He's got, they're designated to, to call up a player four times. They've called up Beasley twice now. I don't know if the, the rule changes in the playoffs or if it's a continuation. I have no idea. But they've got two more, two more times that they can bring up Beasley. And it's obviously going to be this game coming up. I'm sure that they're going to bring him up. And they'll probably bring him up in the, in the last game. They'll probably bring him up in the last game against the Patriots. And if we win this game, chances are we clinch number one seed. Who knows who they're going to let play in the last game? And if we don't, then that Patriots game means everything. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, 16 Celsius. Th thank you, James. I was about to say, what? 61. What is 61 fair? So 16 Celsius, that's a beautiful day, man. What? 16 Celsius? That's what the temperature is going to be on Monday in Cincinnati? 
What? It's nice like that out there? Shit. Okay. I'll take that. Part of me, I don't know about you guys. I'm going to put it out there, right? I talk about wanting home field advantage really badly to be in Buffalo. But it wouldn't be a bad thing to play elsewhere. Right? Where it's somewhat fair weather. Somewhat is it's nice. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool. And you're not dealing with heavy elements that Buffalo deals with. So maybe it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying we should lose this thing. If we gain it, we gain it. That extra week is perfect. But I wouldn't be mad if we didn't have to play in Buffalo. I'm just saying I wouldn't be mad. Only for the the the, the advantage for the players that we have on our squad. If it's fair, my players against your players, I'm picking my play, my players all day. But I also love the fact that we can have the home game in Buffalo where we are already accustomed to this shit. So I'm, I'm torn with that. But there's two ways to look at it. Definitely two ways to look at it. Greg Harley says, yo, all I know is they need to make him a big part of the offense when he's part of the offense we ball. There's no question about that. Diggs is the offense, man. You got to get it. It's Josh Allen and it's Diggs. Mike B says, yo, Rico, I don't see KC losing the next two games if Bills drop against Bengals. Neither do I. Neither do I. Except when the Raiders play the Chiefs, they play them tough. They play them tough. And Devontae Adams will definitely go off. Derek Carr just needs to show up, right? Josh Jacobs is a beast. So, like, it's about matchups. That That's a great matchup with those two. So, like, Denver, and they're both division games, man. So, Denver played the Chiefs tight the last time. And the Raiders played the Chiefs last time. So these two games coming up for the Chiefs are not a cakewalk. They're not just going to walk through Denver and walk through, you know what I'm saying, the, the Raiders because they play them tight every single time. So we'll see. Just like it's not going to be a walkthrough for us to beat the Bengals. And I'm sure Macaroni Jones is not going to just let us walk through the Patriots. It's going to be tough. That's why they make these, these last two games tough as heck, right? They want to make some intrigue. For the for the league and for the for the fans and that are betting, it's, it's gonna be tough, man. So we'll we'll see how this plays out. We'll see how this plays out. But how do you guys feel about that, by the way? With that, with that thought process of like maybe it's not a bad thing that we we don't win against the Bengals, right? Let's just say the Bengals win. We don't get the number one seed. Now we have to travel, right? We gotta travel somewhere, or maybe we get the home game. I don't know. Who knows how it plays out? But like depending on where we seed, we'll probably be number two seed. We'll still get a home game, but we may have to travel the Divisional round game to Kansas City, right? We'll see. Who knows? But I'd prefer Kansas City to come over here. When it, is, it depends on who you're playing, right? So I'm torn, but I kind of like it. But how do you guys feel about that? Are you guys like, yo, Bill's game, home all day, let's let's take it? Or are you guys like, man, we need it. We need, we need, it doesn't matter where we go. I'd rather us, our team play in good weather so we can get, we can get a, a, an advantage. But is there truly an advantage when it's playoffs? Because everybody's playing your best. So I guess the advantage is to be at home. Be at home, get the fans behind you, and let's go. So you know what? I think I'm on, I, I'm slightly on the edge of giving that home game, giving that number one seed, and let's roll. Let's get out of here. That's the way I look at it. Yep, I'm with you, man. J-Dub, I'm with you. I'd rather play at home. Anybody at home. Bring it. Bring bring them, bring them to Buffalo, and let's, let's roll. Let's play out. I like it. No place like home. I'm with, I'm with y'all, man. I'm with y'all. I like it. My man Walter comes and says, OKC okay, season. It's looking like the Bills 2020 season, man. Good record, beat teams they're supposed to, but lost against the top dogs at, on, of the conference. 
it might be that way, man. Because I'm looking at what the I'm looking at what the, the Kansas City Chiefs did. They didn't, there wasn't many impressive games that they won. Honestly, man. When I look at what they did, they didn't really stay. No games really stood out to me. Right? Like the I guess the their biggest win that was against an opponent that was like a tough opponent was against the Buccaneers when the Buccaneers were at the time decent, right? 41-31. Remember when I had that that uh, that Chargers fan uh, Lance when Lance came through? I told him, "Yo, y'all y'all got y'all lost to the Colts and then you guys barely you guys beat the uh, the Buccaneers and then you barely got out of it with the Raiders and you lost to us. And then you beat the 49ers which is convincing that you had Jimmy G, but could the Chiefs beat the the 49ers now with Brock Purdy running it that gives them a little different vibe that can actually throw the ball deep? Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't that dude, right? So maybe that's that's different. That was a big win for them, nonetheless. Regardless, forty-four to twenty-three. But Jimmy G is Jimmy G, man. That that'll that'll get you every time. But Brock Purdy, that boy playing nice, man. Then you had the Titans, barely get out of that game. Then the Jaguars, they beat the Jaguars. The Jaguars are a decent team and they're a playoff team right now. Then the Chargers, they barely get out of that one, thirty to twenty-seven. I can't say barely. They beat them thirty to twenty-seven. I can't say barely, right? Then they beat the Rams. And they beat the they lost to the Bengals and they the Broncos they barely got out of the, they beat the Broncos 34-28 then the Texans Texans 34-20 listen it's hard to win in the NFL so like not every game is going to be a cakewalk but like I'm looking at what they got and I'm looking at who we played strength of schedule matters you know what I'm saying so we'll see how it plays out because once the playoffs start the playoffs start but we're not in the playoffs yet we got to get that number one seed and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day two Tony Turno says yo right Remember, KC barely won against the Chargers in their first matchup. They struggled against Houston and the Raiders, allowed Denver to come back on them, lost to us, the Bengals, and Indy. I'm telling you, man, there's, there's the, the Chiefs are good. There's no question. They're still one of the best. But, like, when it comes down to, like, you know, choosing your MVP, to me, when you choose your MVP, who did your MVP play? Strength of schedule matters in the MVP. How did they play in that game? You know what I'm saying? What's the record of your team? Right. And at the end of the day, what's it going to down to is statistics. And if it's going to come down to the Bills QB and Pat Mahomes QB and they're neck and neck in terms of yards and touchdowns, because right now they're somewhat neck and neck. I think Mahomes got 200, 220 yards, more yards than and then uh, Josh Allen. And he's got two more touchdowns more than Josh Allen interceptions. I think they're about the same or maybe one more. So they're pretty much neck and neck. But if it comes down to it where statistics they're even i'm going to head to head when you guys played one another who the heck won oh josh allen did there's your mvp we'll see and some people might say yo let mahomes have the mvp because what we want is that super bowl mvp and shit i'm with you on that one too i'm definitely with you on that one too all right folks listen that's my time i gotta get out of, i gotta get out of here and uh i will let y'all be but i hope you guys enjoyed that show and uh, if you did, do me a favor, smash that like for your mans, because we're trying to we're trying to hit that 25k. And I've, I, I'm telling you right now, if we get that 25k, I'm I'm doing, yo, I'm doing, I'm listen. There's gonna be some kind of giveaway. That's all I'm gonna say. There's gonna be some kind of giveaway. Let's get to that 25k. You know what I'm saying? Bing squad, stand up, and uh, we'll go from there, folks. So until next time, folks, you guys have yourself an enjoyable evening. And uh, you know, what I mean, pray for those that are in Buffalo, man, that are going through the times. And I'm hoping that they get through it. And uh, they see another day, man, another good day. 
that's the way I look at it, man. So that's it for me, folks. Until next time, it's your boy, and I'm gone. Y'all got a good one. We'll catch you on the flip side. My man, my man, Zbot and Rev are going to be popping tomorrow night. Zbot's a little under the weather. I'm hoping he's a little better uh, than he was, and uh, we can go from there, folks. So enjoy your evening, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side, man. It's your boy, and I'm gone. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.